Here we go. It is the week before Christmas, and welcome again to the Filter That Podcast, where uh, the F word means filter and nothing more, nothing less. The Filter That Podcast is dedicated to talking about all things related to air filtration. And it was really just a, it was, it was concepted from earlier in the year, if you remember. I mean, Rick, you were, you were part of that brainstorm session, got a little bit creative with mm, the use of the filter word in different instances, played with that a little bit this year. And it brought a little bit of levity to the world. And we thought, you know what? Can you filter that? Can you filter coronavirus? And it just kind of built on from there. Can you filter a weld fume? Can you filter odor? Can you filter, what can you filter? Can you filter that? And that's, you know, the name of the show. So we've got Rick Kretzmer today. Uh, he's our company president and knower of all things air filtration. So why don't you say hi to everybody today, Rick? Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. 2020 is almost gone. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Be yeah. a relief. I think it'll be a relief for most people. I think so, too. You know, 2020 has been a pretty tough year for a lot of folks. You know, certainly hit our business a little bit, but I think we maintained pretty darn well. Uh, we finished the year on a really strong high note. Um, not a lot of companies in the manufacturing sector can say that, but we're very fortunate to be in that position. And despite COVID going around, Rensa Filtration and Rope Events been able to do a lot of good because we filter the air. And I don't think at any point in U.S. history have people thought about what's in the air that they're breathing on a more regular basis. So uh, if there's any silver lining at all, which there's none of when this kind of destruction is happening across our globe and our country, uh, it's that, you know, for professionals like us, people get it a little bit more. And maybe we don't have to overly explain those benefits about clean air and what that can do for people uh, in manufacturing settings and, and all around. You know, when, when you talk to somebody in your regular life, family dinners, you're at the CrossFit gym, are they hanging on to your every word when you're talking about dust collection and air filtration? Are they like, wow, this is fascinating stuff. Please tell me more. I have to learn more. How, how do you get, what, what's the kind of reaction you get from people in the everyday world when you talk about what you do and how you help people? So it, it, I think it depends, right? You know, most people when I say dust collection, they think, you know, I go around and, and sweep up, you know, offices and things like that. <laughs> so uh, some of them don't understand. So, I mean, you really need to bridge that gap to air filtration for factory applications. I mean, that's, that's typically how I, I talk about it. Um, and, you know, if you take weld fume, I mean, that, that's some nasty stuff, right? That, that can hurt people. Um, there's known carcinogens in there. Um, there are um, OSHA levels that factories need to be under to be safe, so um, it's important to have these things. Um, and you know, sometimes you run into people that may have been affected by something like that. You know, just sitting on a plane, um, I, I recall a conversation with um, there's an older woman um, on a plane. You know, we didn't know each other. Um, and it's kind of, hey, how you doing? What do you do? Where are you going? That kind of thing. And, um, yeah, small talk. Yeah, small talk. And, and then I, I told her what I, what I did, and I typically use welding. As, as, and her, I think her brother um, 
had some health issues from being in a factory for a very long time. So she said, you keep doing what you're doing because it's important. And, um, you know, saving lives, you know, one breath at a time, I mean, that's something I say um, all the time. I mean, that's, that, that's kind of what we do um, in, in a nutshell. Yeah, and, and because you can't see it with your own eyes, um, because some of the stuff is so small, floats in the air, you, you can't tell. But you can see when you look at the filters and how dirty they are, and the welders know it. If there's bad air quality, when they when they blow their nose after their shift and they've got black snot, gross boogers. I mean, we've got stickers that say welders against black boogers. And they were a huge hit because they're like, yeah, I don't like those at all. So it's just such an important thing. And, you know, it's I think part of my job hosting the podcast is to try to make dry air filtration as exciting as we can make it and applicable to the everyday listener because people are going to learn something every single time they tune in and listen to the show. So pretty excited to launch this with you, Rick, and uh, glad we had the brainchild. Can we have a little bit of fun now? Play a little game? I'm ready. All right. I'm going to show you. This is a segment we like to call What the F? What the filter? What the filter? So I'm going to pull something up on my screen, and you have to guess what type of filter it is. What kind of filter is that? <laughs> that, that is a, uh, I think, this, this is what I think it is. I, I think it is a very close shot of a bag filter, so a filter that would be used in a bag house probably magnified I don't know a thousand times or something I mean really magnified I did enhance it several times <clears throat> just like on super troopers that's pretty close do bag filters do you think that they spread joy and happiness during Christmas uh, they might well if they did it would look something like that. <laughs> totally way off. Got it completely wrong. Uh, but that was a good guess. That was a really good guess. Since I made it so easy last time, I had to throw in a something this year. Santa's beard or was it Santa's hat? Like, I, can't, I can't really Ooh, tell. It was Santa's beard. I've seen some beards and mustaches that actually, they filter things out for sure. <laughs> they do. Uh, but a beard is not a pre-filter for weld fumes, right? It's not. It's still going to get up in your lungs if you don't have good protection. All right, you want, you want to do another one? I think you could get this one. Okay. All right, we're going to do three of these. This will be, be the second one. What is this filter? So I, I have a get. This is a filter. I can I can see that it, it's it's definitely got a, a core uh, like a um, cardboard you know type frame to it. It's got some metal in there as well. Um, I, I'm gonna think that this is probably gonna be like a two inch, two to four inch type pre filter, and since it's black, I, I believe it's carbon filtration is is probably what it is. So all right, that's pretty good. 
That's pretty good. That's how, what size did you say? I, I said two to four inch thick. So it looks, it looks like two inch, yeah. That's pretty good, Rick. And okay, so for people that don't know what a carbon filter is, what does that filter do? So that filter, that filter could go into an HVAC system. It's it's going to filter out probably to um, probably like a MERV nine or ten, um, some somewhere in that area. So it will take out a, a good amount of, of dust in the air for your HVAC system. That, that's typical uh, about a, a MERV nine or ten in an HVAC system. But it also has carbon, and, and the black kind of tips out, tips the carbon off, and and carbon removes odors. So, you know, maybe they would use this in a restaurant. So any any of the odor going out from um, the restaurant's hood out to atmosphere doesn't get pulled back in to the HVAC system. So. Hmm. Um, carbon removes odors, or it actually absorbs odors and removes it from the airstream. Any odor? Um, it depends on the carbon, and it depends on the odors. So some carbons are better um, for other odors or VOCs and things like that. So um, probably like a crushed coconut, something like that is impregnated in there. But um, there are multiple different kinds. Yes, yes. You're one for two, 50%. All right. Okay, here's the last one. Ready? Boy, that, that could that, that could be like almost anything. Um, I, I'm gonna say that's just like a like a polyester pad filter. That's pretty close. This is one of the the newer Rensa products that we call a face filter. I had to pull that one in. Okay. You knew I was gonna pull that one in. Yeah. Well, you tell me, what are these masks used for, Frank? Because I know you know a lot about them. I'm glad you asked. These are our new Rensa Clear Care Pro ASTM Level 2 and 3 Surgical Face Masks. It's a three-layer mask, and in the middle, we have melt-blown, non-woven polypropylene, which might be the coolest phrase that everybody needs to know in the United States so they understand what they need to put in, on, or around their own face filters so we can prevent the spread of COVID and other diseases. Oh, is... what a plug. This is great. <laughs> is that the mask you wear every day, legitimately? I, I, I wear these every day, yeah. So uh, they're very comfortable. Uh, honestly, I think they do a great job. Um, I've taken one day off this year, um, and all year long I've worn these masks. So I, I haven't had COVID. Um, we haven't had an outbreak here. Um, everyone wears the Rensa mask, um, and they're fantastic. They're lightweight. Um, you know, I, I usually get one to two days out of the mask. Um, the, the only thing I would say is brush your teeth before you put them back on after like lunch because you know, I think with any mask, right? I mean, it's gonna pick up that odor, but um, oh. for the most part, oh. they, they work great and they're very comfortable. So um, let's do some quick intros though. Rick, tell everybody who you are and uh, how you got into the effing business, the filtration business rather. That, that's, a, that's a good question, interesting question. I, I was actually working my first job um, and uh, I was working at a company called Ryerson Steel. 
uh, in the fabrication department. And uh, one of my best customers um, basically wanted to hire me. And he said, you know, about 80, 90% of what we do is, is blow pipe work. And I was like, I'm not sure what that is, but you tell me a little bit more. So he told me a little bit more. Um, and then he told me I'd be an outside sales guy and I'd have a car and it really sounded pretty sexy. So I was like, I think I'll take that job. <laughs> so all of a sudden I was into the, the blowpipe business and uh, I, I came to learn that it was industrial air filtration for, for factory applications, uh, metalworking, pharmaceuticals, um, um, hearing aids, you know, things like that. Um, everything and I didn't know it at the point at that point, but everything in manufacturing creates dust. So um, I started at a company called Fabricated Air Systems as a salesman, outside salesman slash project manager. Um, and um, I got a really good education from two people there. So um, uh, one gentleman, his name was Red. He was a union sheet metal guy, had 35, 40 years of experience. He was, he was getting up there in age. Um, he needed help out in the field. So Red made me hold the dumb end of a tape measure for a very long time. And, what does that mean, uh, the dumb end of the tape measure? What is that? I held the, the zero end, basically, and, and would like climb up ladders and stuff like that and, and hold the tape measure, and he would actually get the dimension. So the dumb end of the tape measure. I'm still doing that job for all of our home improvement projects with our contractors. I'll, I'll hold this and I'll just stand here. These are marketing hands, not, not contractor hands. Yeah. He had a really good rule of thumb though. I mean, he, he could design cyclones, he could design hoods, ductwork, everything. So, and he would draw it all out on paper. Um, and there were two owners of the company, um, and the other one was uh, an engineer. So he, he would take me to the in industrial ventilation guide and show me some of the principles behind it. So it was just a really good learning experience. And that, that's how I got into the business. After a while, I started to be able to do some of those things on my own, um, get my own accounts. Um, and I did that for about five years. Then I worked with um, one of the big guys out there in industrial air. Um, equipment, dust, fume, and mist collection. So uh, Donaldson, I think everyone knows Donaldson Torrett. Um, spent five years with them. Uh, spent 13 years with Camphill um, as well. Um, and learned a lot. I mean, you learn a lot everywhere. And uh, a good, good bunch of folks uh, with all those companies. Um, and all that experience just kind of builds on itself. Um, you, you learn a little bit every day from you know different people and different customers. Um, and here we are today at, at RoboVent, St still doing the same thing. I, I can't imagine doing anything else besides industrial air filtration. See, I mean, you, you've just been in the business so long. You've seen everything, every application. Um, I mean, I'm not going to share your age. You're a little bit older than I am. Uh, but you've just seen so many different applications. So in your role at RoboVent, you're really able to you're able to bring that perspective for every single industry and application that we can face. Like when, when you came on, was it uh, 18, not beginning of 19, which, what was, when did you come? Did you come? January 2019. Yeah. What were you most excited about? I mean, you, you came on, you knew about RoboVent, obviously from uh, prior history, you knew who we were, but 
you had an opportunity to sort of uh, run the ship. So what were you most excited about? What, what, what was it that made you say, that's the next great opportunity, I'm taking it? Um, that's a good question. Um, yeah, there's um, obviously I knew of RoboVent. Um, you know, I, I, we bounced into them all the time. You know, um, selling against RoboVent, fierce competitor. Um, you know, always. Um, you know, w when you look at them, the, the equipment was always innovative. Um, it was built for purpose. Um, you know, when I started the, the whole interview process, I mean, you could tell that they re RoboVent really worked with their customers to bring products to market. Um, they cared about, you know, welding is, is really, we do a ton of welding. I mean, they really cared about, you know, what, what does, um, what, what, what do the people in welding need um, to make it easier for them to weld, to make the air cleaner for them to weld. So, I mean, that was their focus. Um, and, you know, interfacing with a customer like that, um, a lot of new products came, um, you can tell that that's that's where a lot of the new products came from. So um, you know, Robovent had a, a huge, huge presence in the market. Um, Weld Fume, I, I knew they're number one uh, in the market. I felt you know Robovent's number four overall in the market in the U.S. So you know, big, big, big company. Um, and you know, through the interview process as well, a lot of good people here that I wanted to work with um, also. So. Um, you know, with that, I also saw a lot of upside as well. Um, our focus was metal, um, welding, laser cutting. There's a whole big other part of the market, the bulk and powder type stuff. So food processing that we can get into, pharmaceuticals that we can get into, um, thermal spray. We're really not in thermal spray. That's another metal application. So there's a lot of metal things that we can go after, um, but we're going to innovate some more and we're going to go after some of those other markets um, with our equipment in the future. Yeah, fantastic. And we've already started doing some of that to a degree. You know, we've, we've launched a lot of new material across our site and we're starting to gain or have gained this year a lot of you know, big jobs in atypical verticals. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. So, I mean, recycling, I think, is one. So, uh, you know, we're getting into that industry. There's there's tons of different, uh, you know, materials that can be recycled, paper, corrugated, cardboard, glass, uh, plastics, um, e-waste, so computers, uh, um, printers, things like that, that can be chopped up and, uh harvest you know the precious metals um out of the, that equipment so um we're already getting into that market um we've been successful there um building some case studies and i think we're going to be even more successful because you know j just like air you know everything else is precious too precious metals um paper corrugated i mean it could all be recycled so you know environmentally um that that industry is just going to grow so so we're really going after that market um and, and and there are others absolutely there are others as well um that, that we can get into i think that's a wrap for today um obviously we've got a lot more topics to talk about you can filter anything out of the air we're going to challenge our experts every single episode that we have. 
Uh, I hope that people learn a little something. Uh, we'll have some on-screen hints for everybody throughout the different shows. And Rick, thanks for being the first guest. Thank you. I mean, it's great, to, great, great to be here. This is good fun. Um, I just want to wish everyone, you know, happy holidays, 2020, um, and and we'll see you next year, Frank. Yes, launching in January. See you, Rick. <laughs> <laughs>